Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Mm-hmm. All right, if Hobo Hank's in the house, we can't have this bummer of an intro. What do we need? Nitty-gritty, nitty-gritty dirt band? Uh, I Can't Stand the Rain by Tina Turner. I love I Can't Stand the Rain by <laughs> Tina Turner. <laughs> Joining us on the program, joined us yesterday, two days in a row. Lucky us. Hobo Hank, welcome to the studio, brother. What's up, gentlemen? I, I'm going to start getting a check from this place, I think, pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. Put that right in front of your mouth. All right. Talk to it like you love there it. There you go. Got it. Hobo Hank with us, Duke City Championship Wrestling tomorrow night at the Historic Elroy Theater. I own that. You own it as well. Hobo Hank, if you buy a ticket, you're putting money in Daddy's Pocket is what you're doing. That's Have you on. heard the hit song Daddy's Pockets by Van Nunley and ChatGPT? I, I walked in right at the end of it, and I thought it was masterful. Thank you. And that's <laughs> coming you. from a songwriter, fellow songwriter. I think that's, it was great. Oh, so, hey, we're songwriters now. Hmm. Wild. Huh. Wild. Pretty cool. Oh, well, Hank, you and I spent all day plus wanting the entire experience at the historic El Rey Theater. Uh, little things. We're just doing a lot of little things, a lot of improvements. I'm not even going to mention a single one of them on air because I want people to see them in person. I know there's, as of right now, there will be fans who have been to every single Duke City Championship Wrestling show. I think it's going to be fun to get the feedback on the evolution of the product. I'm not a guy that overhypes. That's not true. I constantly only do that. I live in hyperbole. This is a very real sentence. This is the best independent wrestling I have ever seen as of tomorrow. I would have to agree. Let's go. And, uh, Let's go. Wait. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm also not one to give away anything, Fred. But uh, yeah, if you look around, look at all the little tiny details we put into this one. It's it's gonna blow your mind, guys. We took all the feedback and then some. I mean, it's mostly me though. Like, if we're gonna be real honest, it was my leadership. It was my decision making. It was my paving the way. Mm-hmm. Um. Game recognizes game. Right. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, whatever whatever makes you feel good, buddy. <laughs> it's uh, nice. Uh, it's definitely a group effort. But yes, no, you have been uh you've been quite the leader in the whole thing, man. I gotta I gotta give you the, your, your props. Having a lot of fun with it. We kick off the Duke City Championship Wrestling Road to the Championship Tournament tomorrow. Hobo Hank versus Jerry Vandetta. If you didn't catch you on the program yesterday, you're excited for that one. You've known Jerry for some time. I have, yeah. I've probably known Jerry uh I would say a good Ten years, I guess. Wrestled once. You wrestled twice. A small handful of times, probably three or four. Yeah. Oh, but you don't keep like a running record with everyone. I can't remember last week, Fred. uh, Let alone all the (laughs) guys I've wrestled and didn't wrestle. I think you're, Fred. It's hard out there in them streets. Yeah. For Hobo Hank, I don't have any. You don't know what it's like with your spoiled middle class upbringing. This is a man of the concrete, a man of the dirt. It's 105 degrees outside. I'm malnourished. Expect me to keep tabs. Yeah, he's living day to day. Yeah. All right. Let me Google what malnourished means. <laughs> Make sure I got that right. Put that in the chat GPT. So that yeah. So the championship uh, road uh, kicks off this tomorrow night. Mosh Pit Mike versus Chewy Martinez, Thunder versus Sid the Kid, and Turbo Tony versus Happy the Clown. That's all we know. We know the victors from that will go on to face next month, and then the championship at the Historic El Rey. In October, uh, that's going to be an absolute banger in itself. The TV show is going wild. We had a conversation today with Fight TV, so there's a lot of growth going on, not just with what we're presenting live, but what we're doing digitally. 
Uh, Joe, for those who haven't been out, I said Joe, I haven't promised I wouldn't do that. Hobo Hank, for those who have not been out to the venue, what can people expect in a night of pro wrestling at the historic El Rey Theater? Uh, they they can expect energy right yeah. out of the gate, right? We have uh, Manhai will be joining us tomorrow night. They're very good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing them live, honestly. And uh, they were posting on social media today and, and getting people hyped up. So, so thank you to them. Uh, we'll see them from 6 to 7, uh, getting the crowd going. And then we kick off at 730 uh, you're going to see eight great matches tomorrow night. You're going to see 16 fantastic wrestlers, actually 17 wrestlers. So a little spoiler there. Um, and, uh, you know, you're just going to see a, a heightened production value that you don't see out of most independent professional wrestling companies. Uh, more lights, more music, uh, bigger venue, padded seats, uh, open bar, two, uh, two bars that will be open, uh, not free open bars. Let's not quote that. <laughs> too, accessible. too accessible. Too yes. accessible bars. Yes. Bring money. Um, uh, and you know, just it's it's going to be put together well. Merchandise galore. I think that's one of the biggest things about our our company. Uh, right out of the gate, is we have merchandise that nobody else has. It will. So, it'll be good. They're saying over three hundred people at the first one, over four hundred people at the second one. Expectation will be over five hundred people at this one. Out of all those hundreds of wrestling fans, how many of them are there just to see you? How many of them are just Hobo Hank fans, which I have coined as Hobosexuals. Good question. Yeah, I, I think there are a lot of hobosexuals out here in <laughs> Albuquerque. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll have to ask them tomorrow. Maybe we'll do a little poll or something. We'll get people Love to put that. their hands up. Or uh, I, All I can tell you is last time I was there, it, it sure was loud. So uh, I just I appreciate the support. man. Regardless of who you're there to see or if you're there to see nobody at all, uh, if you got nothing better to do on a Thursday night in Albuquerque and you want to see a cool live event and change your uh change your life a little bit come on in 15 bucks will get you in the door when you know van and you know cal were introducing you obviously to the product but the idea of thursday nights van is because i mean this actually came from you a little bit where it was we don't want to interrupt people's routines we don't want to interrupt high school athletics we don't want to interrupt what's going on around this community so during the fall winter spring and months we're thursday night product like this is not we're not trying to to make you make a decision between what to do and what not to do so we want to make sure you have access to uh, supporting those not just in the professional wrestling world, but those that surround you in your life, and and we we understand completely if on a Saturday you can't make a wrestling show because you have to go to a dance recital, but we know there are no dance recitals on Thursdays, so there's no excuse on why you can't come. Excellent point. Come and line Daddy's pockets. <laughs> I would check it out. I would I definitely check it out. Now, are you coming tomorrow? What's up? I can. I, yeah, I I think I can make it. <laughs> was, I may have do to you move some things around, but I think I can. Cal, do you want me to save you a seat next to me and Brandon Vote and A. Marie Castillo? Is that what you need? Please do. You need I, a fellowship? You know, if they're going to be there, count me in. You got it. Well, no. boom. I was just on their channel, and they are going to be there. They Wait, swore to me. You so. got another one right here. How was the KKOB weeks. audience? Were they kind to you over there? Uh, you know, uh, I think so. I didn't see anybody in the group chat uh, throwing fingers or anything, so I guess that was well-received. Nice. Yeah. 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 For, first time on that network. So the, I use the peace sign logo a lot, but I actually mean scissor me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Which is got it. It's different. That's different. Yeah, it's daddy's energy. <laughs> right. Oh, that works. The uh, get there early six o'clock tomorrow. Anything we missed? Hobo Hank. Anything about tomorrow? That's the hype. Uh, you know, I just think uh, get out there so you don't miss uh, the road to the championship because this is going to set us up for what's going to happen in uh, obviously September, October. Yeah. Uh, more big things coming. Surprises. There's 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 always going to be surprises. So. Uh, if you are a wrestling fan, even the least bit, uh, come on out and check it out because we we have plenty of room. If you go online, there's very few seats left, so you grab them now. Uh, but there is plenty of room in the general admission standing area. So 
Come on and have a good time. Is it wild to you that I make you do this every month? The radio interviews or the shows? The shows. <laughs> the show. <laughs> well, I'm glad you do, Fred. You know, somebody needed to kickstart uh, wrestling back in Albuquerque, and I'm I'm just so grateful that we've crossed paths in this life to to make it work, man. Man, you should see these lazy smucks. They're like, they're like, we can go quarterly, right? That'll be good. I go, are you guys busy? Like one, are you guys busy for 60 consecutive days? All this, And they're like, no, Fred, we'll do one every month. Like, uh, if it was up to Fred slow, there'd be wrestling in town every other night. We, I would so. do it weekly. If, sure. In a sure perfect, yeah. In a perfect world, the historic LRA theater would be for pro wrestling only. Well, if we can get more partners uh, <laughs> in uh, sponsorship and, uh, just help, you know, that would be great. We'll get to that point, maybe. But uh, By the way, where do the friends of the show go if they want to be a partner? Or where do the friends of the show go if they want just a ticket? DC, or excuse me, DCCWTickets.com is where you get tickets for Duke City Championship Wrestling, DukeCityChampionshipWrestling.com for all the contact stuff. Uh, otherwise, social media, send us a thing or whatever. And obviously, here on the Sports Animal, if you're listening to me, 505-246-0610, shoot us a deal and we will get you involved. I met with a barber. Today, met with a barbershop today. Okay. Um, by the way, they were legend, legend barbershop. All men, all they were super nice, and we're talking about the product because they're familiar with the product. What's the What's the name of this legendary barbershop? That's it. So as that's it. That's a dumb name. That's not that's it. It's legend. Wait, who's on first? Oh, yeah, the legend. Who is okay. Who's the legendary barber? That's what yeah, I'm asking. I tell you what, the way you guys do this thing to me sometimes, it's not. <laughs> I know, it's not uh, but no, it should be. Yeah. So we were like, hey, how can we get you like involved in this thing? How can you be a part of this? And I so I call Hobo Hank and I say. Can we wrap the ring posts like barber poles and put a logo on them? And he goes, we've never done it before. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) That's the teamwork I want. Legends Barbershop. I want to make sure I get the address there. This is an unpaid endorsement. I want to make sure I got it. That's really my life these days is just getting these weird, weird random text calls, middle of the night ideas. And, hey, can we? Should we? Let's try it. Yeah, what would be the issue if? Yeah. And there's more coming, folks. I'm a yes guy. I'm also a yes guy. It's easier to say yes and then apologize when it doesn't work out than it is to say no. I know the phone lines are lighting up. I don't know. Cal, you got the capabilities to do that or no? Yeah, I can. Uh, Buck Burnett actually is here. He oh, here to we talk go. to you. Okay, so joining us on the program, co-owner of Duke City Championship Wrestling, Aaron Buck Burnett. Welcome to the what show, up? brother. Yeah, brother. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, tomorrow I'm, i just left the historic el rey theater and our fearless lighting director bridget is there and you should see the rig that she has set up for this show it looks amazing let's go on that you hey i'm at the, i'm at the barbershop today i'm over at legends barbershop talking about the event tonight and they go hey is it true that, is it true that buck is in the ownership group of that and I go, you're gonna have to light. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to narrow it down. There's a lot of bucks here. Sure. And they go, the original Aaron Buck Burnett. Buck OG. I, and I go, yep. Yes. Yeah, he's in. Yes, the original. I am the OG Buck in Albuquerque. And you can't drive as the we OG hear. Buck. No, there's a guy from Colorado just <laughs> being a little <laughs> in front of me. He, he just cut across. He, cut a, he was in the far left lane on I-25 going going north, and he cut all the way over to get to I-40. He cut through six lanes of traffic and almost caused two accidents. You know, I think he's on his way to buy tickets to tomorrow night's event. That's probably what it is. He's probably in a hurry, yeah. Probably. So 
where, where, tell me where Legends Barbershop is. Oh, great question. So it's right there off Manal. I knew you were going to ask me that. It's over at 9220. I'm going I'm I'm to roll by. 9226. Uh, they closed in 45 minutes. So you got to get your way over there now. Right. Yeah, but they lined your boy up, so I'm can looking I, clean. Can they, uh, can they clean up a beard for me? Can, I, can we do that? I believe they can. And then, um, again, reiterate that we're going to wrap the ring in barbershop, like red and white barbershop poles. I think that's the plan, Hobo Hank. Yeah, Buck, think, hurry up and merge think, across six lanes of traffic and go to Legends Barbershop. <laughs> I think that's the greatest idea you might have ever had, Fred, is wrapping <laughs> the poles, the, the ring poles, and make them look like barbershop poles. I agree. Brilliant. We're dialing into something here. Brilliant. Aaron Buck Burnett, you're the best, brother. Yeah, you- you will be at the historic El Rey tomorrow night. Yep, I will. I will. Uh, I actually already. I was like I said. I was down there. I was making sure everything was good. And then, uh, yeah, I'm just. I'm super pumped. I was. I was on a TV show today called You Albuquerque, and um, it's uh, it's a local show that airs on Comcast Channel 96, and it's also on YouTube. But uh, over yeah, at the 519 Studio, today, and they yeah. wanted me to come on and talk about Duke City Championship Wrestling, so I did. That Studio 519 does a bunch of good programs over there. Sure they do. Yeah, they do a real good job, especially upstairs. Yeah, they do. Yeah. You're the best, so, brother. Well, listen, I'll see, you, I'll see you boys in a minute. Oh, okay. There you go. Sweet. On his way in. Guess he's doing radio. After he gets his beard lined up. After he gets his beard lined up. Well, gosh, maybe I'll stick around and crash a third radio show for the after. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Anybody else coming in tonight? Is, uh, I mean, we, we got Josh Sush on at 6. Sush? Yeah, I, we, I do have actual work to do at some point. I got to go. At the Historic L. Ray Theater? At the Historic L. Ray Theater, those things don't set themselves up. That's for sure. So when you, Hobo Hank, have a wrestling show at the Historic L. Ray Theater, Good do they let question. you pitch a tent there, stay overnight, you get to hang, mm-hmm. stay out of the elements for get a, a day? Hammock. Yeah, it takes days to get these things together. You, you may very well be sitting in a chair that Hobo Hank himself uh, placed there for you. Think about that for a second. Awkward. A little Russian roulette there, if you ask me. Yeah. Afterward, you post a... <laughs> no, it's no more awkward than Van asking me if I pitched a 10 at the L ring. Whenever we get back. Yeah. Legit journalism. More <laughs> two men on. 95.9 <laughs> FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Hey, we own this one, right? This could be Daddy's Pockets. Little sisters learning how to plant those seeds. Brothers by the tractor <laughs> fixing all the needs. Yeah. The rain might pour down, the winds might blow, but our love's the sunshine, and it's bound to grow. Why is this so good? It's perfect. Again, the bar is very low here. It's a country song. It's not low. It's Have you heard low a country song? <laughs> not in my school. How many how many country songs have you heard? He's like, wow, this really changed my perspective on the world. That was earth shatteringly significant to my existence. From country songs, I'm having somewhat of a crisis now. Nelly's country Thanks, grammar. Tim McGraw would be on the list. Country songs that changed the game. Is that the question? We haven't established the I-9 Varsity today. Today's I-9 Varsity, which is just seven short minutes from now. Country songs that changed the game. Okay. Okay. Cal, you're not familiar with the I-9 Varsity. I'll paint a picture for you. The I-9 Varsity is similar to 
to a lot of Rushmore segments where people are like, this is the Rushmore. Well, here, that's not what we do. We do the varsity levels. This is not JV answers. It's not the B team, not the freshman team. It's the best of, the cream of the crop. The and cream not of just the, crop. the best of could be the worst of. If your worst of is a best of, Correct. If your best of is a worst of. I wouldn't expect any less from you guys. If Thank the you. I-9 varsity was down the middle fastballs of country songs, mm-hmm. that's what you would get. Right. You would get that. But we went with game-changing country songs. The NFL says positions wearing guardian caps have seen a 52% decrease in concussions. You're familiar with the guardian cap fan? Of course. It's the pillowy boy. Yeah, the little uh, grandma's doily that you put on top of your helmet. I think it's a little more substantial than grandma's doily. Your grandma, maybe. It looks like if you turn an NFL football inside out, or football football helmet, it looks the way the little squaresy boys these are. Sure. It looks like the interior to, like, Star Trek The Next Generation rooms. It looks like... Well, yeah, you're speaking of rooms. I mean, it's made of the same material that Insano Balls people get put in. Oh, I didn't know when that. they have straight jackets. Is that real? Yeah, the padded walls of the, the straight jacket rooms. Same stuff. And what was confusing when I read this, where it says, NFL says positions wearing guardian caps saw a 52% decrease in concussions. I was like, why are all these players wearing Washington Guardians hats? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. It's like, that's stupid. I think I know why. Okay. It's not just the extra padding. It's because people don't want to be seen messing up in them. Say no one wants to be on video in them. No one wants to be photographed in them. No one wants to be yelled at by their coach in them. If you make a mistake at practice and helmet-to-helmet hit, you do not want to be on hard knocks with that stupid helmet being yelled at. No one wants to wear it. No one wants to be seen in it. But guys that are wearing it are safer. Okay, now hear me out. Yeah. If we have all this data that this extra layer of padding is keeping people from getting concussions. You should wear it all the time. Wear it all the time. It's pretty simple. Oh, boy, War One forever. Wes Welker? Yeah, Cal, the, Cal the... do me a favor. Don't tap your finger. Oh. <laughs> wasn't me. Yep. He was in there doing the country song in his head is what it was. Stuck. It's a catchy tune. It's a it's banger. Burned. It's baked in now. It's baked in. More players wearing it. More players wearing it longer. Less concussions. I'm not saying this is the final solution, but if this continues to promote the idea of research or investment into this tech, let's go. I'm I'm going the complete other way with it, my okay. friend. There will be less concussions if you stopped wearing helmets. Oh, I okay. I'll follow you down this rabbit hole. Go. Just a little bit of padding. Chicken fry. Maybe like, you know, like a, a rugby thin kind of helmet to mm-hmm. protect yourself from smacking on the ground. Yeah. Like a but dick moots a helmets helmets aren't for protection. Helmets are friggin' weapons. These are weapons. Ooh. This is armor. Ooh. If you want to protect your head, have a a thin layer of padding and don't give someone else another weapon wrapped around their cranium to smack the living hell out of this you. This is the boxing glove analogy. Yes. Cal, that is without a boxing glove, you punch less hard. Correct. Because with want to break your hand or your wrist. Because with a boxing glove, you're invincible. If you have shoulder pads Makes and a sense. helmet on, you're going to hit somebody with reckless abandon. If you don't, you'll probably use better form. 
and not hurt yourself or other people as often. Form and safety is an interesting one in the world of football. Brian Cox, you remember Brian Cox? Of played, course. Played linebacker for the Miami Dolphins. He's from this little town called East St. Louis. I'm pretty familiar with it. So he wore the neck roll. You remember the neck roll? I sure do. Zach Taylor wore it. LeVar Arrington wore one. Whole bunch of guys. That, to me, was another attempt that just seems to have fallen away. Right. Like, like no one's doing it anymore. And did it work? Probably. A little bit. Did it not work? Probably. Probably. And both of these things not working are both perfectly fine. Right. But I, I don't want to get excited about an innovation when I've been told to be excited about innovation before. And these you, these guys just end up looking like Princess Toad from the Super Mario series with their giant oversized puffy heads. If the technology was that great, you wouldn't need an extra layer of padding. Makes you look ridiculous. And does it really help? Statistics show, I mean, the report just came out, 52% less injuries, right? What if you took both of them off? the padding and the helmet. Let's get some data of you just wearing the padding on your helmet. I mean, on your head. NASCAR put in a restraint on the helmet. I think it's called a horse collar. That might not be correct. And what it did was it held the helmet in place Mm -hmm. during accident. Famously, famously, Dale Earnhardt was not utilizing his whenever he had his life-ending accident at Daytona. There might be something down that path where it's connecting the helmet to the shoulder pad, but you need to be able to keep it on a swivel and then blind. There's all these kind of things. I like progress. I'm afraid to say this is a, a final solution. But of course it's not a final solution. Because it would just flat out look ridiculous. Nobody wants that kind of marketing. Nobody wants to look that ridiculous. People won't take you seriously. Think about all the the merch. Like, since you were a child, like, how many quarters did you put in the little quarter twisty boy machine to try to win a helmet? How many pictures of you do you have as a child in a St. Louis Rams helmet? Like, how many jerseys have you owned your whole life with a matching helmet next to it? How many stickers of helmets do you have is that going to have the same impact on the culture if it's a weird little padded puffy doily thing well that analogy is good because i think it hits home for people you i and cal's age but if we and we're you know we're talking a little bit earlier about dick moots cal's grandfather when he was becoming a fan of pro football they wore those leathery strap boys they wore those newt rockneys and those things were collected at that time. I mean, there's an evolution of it, right? Sure. For what in hockey, you didn't have to wear uh, a helmet for a long time, and then they put helmets on. But that's for protecting from flying pucks. Oh yeah, I hate pucks. Yeah, that's so you don't break your face and die. That's a good point too. Not necessarily for protection of the brain. You know, whenever we get back, today's I nine varsity. The I nine varsity. Of game-changing country songs. Yep. It's Tumin on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.
Today's I-9 Varsity, the I-9 Varsity of Country Game Changers, League Office 280 at i9sports.com, 505-312-4999. Reach out to I-9 Sports. I-9 Sports will be joining us tomorrow night at the Historic El Rey Theater. They're going to set up a little booth, let you know about the programs they have going on for kids in the community. So that's really exciting. How about that? How about that? How exciting. All right. From the texter. No, this is from the live stream. Okay. From the Sports Animal live stream on Facebook.com slash TalkABQ. Reba's I'm a Survivor because she's Reba and it's impacted sitcoms. Friend of the show, JD. Okay. Um, I'm, a big, I'm a big Reba dude. Yeah. I like Reba. Speaking of sitcoms, in Reba's sitcom Reba, her son-in-law was named Van. How about that? Huh? How about that? Huh? You want me huh? To- how about that? I'll go first. Huh? 19, go ahead. 1997 had the greatest crossover album of all time created by one Shania Twain. The Come On Over album Ooh. was the first album to put bangers not just in the top 10 of country music, but top 10 of pop music alike. And it did that with the best diss track of all time. That Don't Impress Me Much by Shania Twain is on the list of country game changers where Shania Twain ran everyone through the blender, including Brad Pitt. What the hell did Brad Pitt do to you, Shania? It don't impress me much. He just uh, adopted a bunch of Asian kids, and he's a great actor, and he's super nice to everybody? That doesn't impress you? He's like the best-looking dude alive and a fantastic actor. You're wrong on this one, Shania. You're wrong. Okay, so you're Brad Pitt. (laughs) That don't impress me much. What? That's the most impressive thing ever, being Brad Pitt. So you got the looks, but have you got the touch? Yes, he's got the touch. Now, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I think you're all right. Better than all right. But that won't keep me warm in the middle of the night. Yes, it will. That don't impress me much. He will keep you very warm. The number one like, dis- diss track of all time. Exceptionally warm. Man. I'm warm just thinking about him. Wait, what? First on my I-9 varsity... Country Game Changers. Yes. Not only was it a game changer, it was a game starter. Oh, okay. And I'm going with Hank Williams Jr.'s banger. All my rowdy friends are yeah. coming over tonight. Yeah. Very very good. More well known as the Monday Night Football theme. Now, he was the first to ever be canceled. Okay. That is it. That's the end of my contribution. Good talk. Cal, are you in the mix on this? Or you get, do you have a game-changing country banger? I Honestly, all the 90s country music was, was game-changing for me. Okay, I, good I, answer. The I, entire decade. I, I, haven't, I haven't heard a lot of stuff I liked recently, I have to say. I can hook you up, Cal. Please do. 90s country. Put it on the list. I think that's a good one from Cal. Very first contribution to the I-9 University. In 1997, Van... Okay. There was a crossover album like you've never seen before. It was the studio album produced by Shania Twain. Similar to some of her predecessing albums, she put out one, Come On Over. And on that bad boy, you had You're Still the One. You're Still the One was an epic tale of love, heartbreak, okay. and redemption. Okay. When not just the number one on the country charts, but number one on the pop as well. Give me Shania Twain's 1997 banger, off the album, come on over. You're still the one. I mean, this is showing the cultural impact of one Shania Twain. Yes. 
to make it on your list, not once, but twice. Right. This is crazy. Two bangers off the same album. What are the odds? Okay. Yep. Next on my I-9 varsity of country game changers. Mm -hmm. I'm going with Carrie Underwood's Sunday night football theme song. Good answer. Been waiting all day for Sunday night. It's similar to the Hank Williams Monday Night Football theme song. But it's a different day of the week. And she's not canceled. No, not yet. Don't hold your horses there, partner. We don't know. No. Anything could happen. Sure. See what happened to that girl from the Orange is the New Black? No. Don't Google it. Okay. Do not Google what happened to the girl from Orange is the New Black. Deal. Cal, what do you got in the list of... Country game changers. Okay, I thought of a few. I I think Brooks and Dunn was on fire um, in the nineties. I would think that Neon Moon was was huge. Neon Moon was at every wedding reception for I mean, fifteen straight years. That was a dance. That was a guaranteed good dance song. Is that when you had your first kiss? Yep. The, you know, I I had some special moments with that song. Well, I'll say you knew that. It. I could tell by the way you were telling the story. I can't elaborate on that. So romantic. Yeah, but. Um, Boot Scoot Boogie. I mean, who could forget that? I mean, it had instructions, too. Sit down. Yeah. Turn around. Go to town. Go to town. Then you boot scoot and boogie. It worked. I thought it was good. It's catchy. Interestingly enough, in 1997, there was a crossover banger that had not been rivaled before. The album, Come On Over... Created by one Shania Twain, a then up and coming country and soon to be pop star. The title song off the album, Come On Over, was Come On Over. Not just tracking the number one in the country charts, but number one in the pop charts as well. Give me Shania Twain's Come On Over, the title track from the 1997 summer blockbuster banger crossover extravaganza, Come On Over. It's a good answer. Thank you. It's a good answer. How long is your list going to go before we get a non-Shania Twain answer? I'm I'm noticing a trend. I'm not saying it's a bad trend. Don't get me wrong. Not a bad trend. Man, I feel like a woman. Was the 1997 summer blockbuster uh-huh. that crossed over not just from the country charts, but though all the way to the pop. Endorsed by the men and women alike, became an anthem for womanliness and godliness. Give me Shania Twain's 1997 summer chart topper, man. I feel like a woman. Okay, so what had a better start? Yeah. Okay. Saving Private Ryan. (laughs) Great question already. The intro to my, one of my favorite movies, my answer for the best intro of all time. Yeah. Hip-hop extraordinaire movie, Belly. It's very good for the first two minutes. Or, man, I feel like a woman. <sighs> do, 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 do. Let's go, girls. <laughs> Van, your final one. Uh, so this one's not exactly a country song, but All it's right. a remix of a country song. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the new hit song by the DJ Marshmallow. Oh, yes. And it would be the... New and improved Monday Night Football theme. Ah, excellent. Which was a previous country song. Yes. Now it is a 
dance? It's a banger. Yeah, I believe banger is the term. Cal it is a game changer. Love it. Cal, you have one more or are we foregoing? Okay, one more. How about Shenandoah? Um, they had a killer album with Two Dozen Roses. That was an amazing song. Oh, man. That's a deep cut. So, weird enough, I've seen Shenandoah in concert. They opened for Garth Brooks in 2017. I went and saw them in Kansas City. And they super slapped. Super slapped. They they were underrated. They, I thought they were fire. Moon Over Georgia is a banger. Mama Knows is a banger. There's a lot of Shenandoah. But the big one is the church on Cumberland Lane. That's a good one. If you don't know, yeah. go find out. I think that one might have been a, a cover, right? Wasn't that a, somebody else's song? Didn't the band write that first? I would assume the band <laughs> wrote everything. My we, real answer? Not my funny football answer? Yeah. Uh, Meta Modern Sounds and Country Music by my favorite, Sturgill Simpson. That's my real answer. The church on Cumberland Road was originally wrote by Shenandoah. Oh, okay. Who knew? Friend of the show, JD, said just literally any Billy Ray Cyrus. Great answer. Ah, uh, yeah. Billy Ray Cyrus's best banger with his lady creating Miley Cyrus. Two mm. men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to Two Men On. Welcome back to the Sports Animal. Man, it's being reported that in a joint practice, some Philadelphia Eagles fans fans some philadelphia eagles players were taking cheap shots at deshaun watson during that aforementioned joint practice so i i guess i love the eagles now cool america's team (laughs) philadelphia good for them is it good for them i am i'm an eagle i'm an eagles fan congratulations even without Garner Minshew, you're still an Eagles fan. Fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. Bird gang. Dilly, dilly. They still do dilly, dilly. Is that one? I thought that was one. I didn't know that one. Isn't it like dilly, 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 Philly something? Isn't that a thing? Philly, dilly. Philly, dilly, dilly, Philly. Philly. Uh, friends of the show, DWC, chime in real quick. I don't know what dilly, dilly is. Smack. Um, smack him around. That's you're thinking of '90s electronic artist Prodigy. Smack that Watson up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so universal praise for the Eagles. And this is the preseason. So I mean, this is practice. Practice. You got to get your reps. Got to get them. And in Deshaun Watson's case, you got to get practice taking cheap shots. Yeah. Because you're going to get them all year. He's going to get a lot of them. I don't know if you know this, Fred. Little known fact. All right. Almost, I don't want to say everyone, but almost every NFL player Mm -hmm. has a mom. Yeah. A whole bunch of them have sisters. Yeah. And a whole bunch of them have daughters. All my homies hate Deshaun Watson. Correct. Now, you said this is universally being praised. I think there's a lot of critique here, though. Okay. Because the report I saw said he was taking, they were taking some cheap shots. Not enough, is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. You could have had many. Mm -hmm. You could have had loads. All of. Yeah. You could have, yeah, they were taking all of the cheap shots. A thousand percent of them. Um, um, 
words that aren't acceptable for this radio broadcast ton. A uh, butt ton. A butt ton. Yeah. yeah. Um, Metric, even. Yeah. Metric butt ton. More than humanly imaginable would have been a measurement I would have been into. Okay. Yeah. So if it had been that. Too many to count. It's a good stat I like when we're referring to cheap shots on yeah. Sean Watson. Metric buttloads and imperial buttloads. Both buttloads. Naturally. Mm-hmm. Of cheap shots. The queen's buttload. The royal... The royal buttload. I don't like that one. That, no? one is, that one can miss me. Okay. Democratically elected buttload. How about that? Yeah. Yes. There, if he took a republic of buttload, mm-hmm. cheap shots, I would be like, that's that's about right for... Fine. Yeah. Fine. Close enough to our system. There's also a conversation in Philadelphia's locker room, huddle, sideline, whatever... Where they're like, hey, that was a good one. Now watch this. Yeah. <laughs> hey, good job, Rick. Now watch Steve do it. Just when you thought the NFL couldn't be wholesome. Aw. Yeah. Look at you, NFL. <laughs> Using violence to win over the hearts. Not mad. Not mad at all. Not mad. His teammates have to hate him too, right? Yeah. They have to. Yeah. They just suck it down because they know they're, he's above average at this game and they want to win this game. The better they do, the more they're going to get paid. And I'm not one of those guys. No, I am. I'm going to be real honest. I am. But if you were to be like, here's the tweet. Eagles took some cheap shots at Deshaun Watson and other Browns on day two of joint practices, says Joel Betonio, uh-huh. I don't know who that is. He plays guard, okay? Now, if he would have said, if the tweet would have said, Eagles took some cheap shots at serial rapist Deshaun Watson, sure, I'd be like, that's more fitting. Right. That's the one. No reason to hold that back. That's the title he earned. It's like if you, you get a PhD, you want people to refer to you as doctor. Correct? Yeah, yeah. Earned it. If you commit a bunch of sex crimes, you got to wear that one too. Get what is coming towards you. That's what you have to do. Are the Eagles America's team now? They are now. We've got to that point, right? Congratulations, Philly. It's not the Dallas Cowboys anymore. You finally redeemed yourself for breaking the Liberty Bell. Congratulations. I need to help you with history. <laughs> They did it. Philadelphia, you've been the best since you made that boxer beat up Russia. We love you, Van. That was a movie. Yeah. It's a movie. It's the best one. <laughs> uh, Sushan will join us after the break. <gasps> How exciting. Talk a little bit of Isotopes Baseball. Do people talk like that? Why do I do stuff like that? I mean, if they injured Deshaun Watson enough, it's okay. Just go get a massage. Good news. Ice Top snapped that losing streak last night. We will celebrate. I saw it in person, baby. Let's go. With the Sush. Whenever we get back, tune on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.